You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the Ancient World Podcast and the second episode of our Inferno series. So we had last time that the pilgrim woke up in a dark forest, he was lost, and then he met Virgil, who will be his guide and show him the path to the shining hill and beyond. But first they had to go through the underworld. So what happens in chapter 2, Canto 2, is that we are looking at the doubts of the pilgrim. Even if he decides in the first chapter that he will follow Virgil and he's ready for the journey, he's suddenly full of doubts and he also changes his mind. So what Dante as the writer is doing, that is first talking up the Aeneid, like the, the major work, the epic of Virgil, just to create this contrast and show the enormity of the task that's before the pilgrim. And then you get the doubts of the pilgrim and then he changes his mind. And then Virgil explains the backstory of why he came to find the pilgrim just outside this dark forest. And that is the story of how Beatrice came from the heavens down to the underworld to tell Virgil to go up. But Beatrice also came from having been approached by Lucia who came from Virgin Mary. So the whole story, the whole narrative in the Divine Comedy starts with Virgin Mary seeing the pilgrim lost in the dark forest. So this is a, this is like a symbolic way, it's an allegory of the grace that kind of just descends on the pilgrim and sets things into motion to help him towards happiness and towards a better life. So after this explanation from Virgil and how the like the three saintly ladies have been working together to start this process. Then the pilgrim has new strength, new resolve, and then his his will is aligned with Virgil again, meaning that choices are aligned, and then they enter on this new journey, this endeavor, and the rugged path. So we're going to read a couple of excerpts here from first how how Dante as the writer is is presenting the Aeneid and the major work of Virgil. So the pilgrim says in the poem, O poet, come to guide me. Tell me if you think my worth sufficient before you trust me to this arduous road. You wrote about young Silvia's father who went beyond with flesh corruptible with all his senses to the immortal realm. So this is now pointing to Aeneas, who had the son Silvius. And in book six of the Aeneid, then Aeneas goes down into the underworld as a part of the preparation to go to Latium. So he continues there and saying, And from this journey you celebrate in verse, Aeneas learned those things that were to bring victory for him and for Rome, the papal seat, 
Then later chosen vessel Paul ascended to ring back confirmation of that faith, which is the first step of salvation's road. But why am I to go? Who allows me to? I am not Aeneas, I am not Paul, neither I nor any person would think me worthy. So now he joins both this big epic, which is a pagan epic of the Aeneid, with also bringing in the biblical stories with Paul. And then making the point that the pilgrim doesn't feel worthy to be connected or going to be compared with these two or embark upon a journey similar to what they did. And that's why he now is full of doubts and he changes his mind. It's also very interesting to see here already how quickly Dante starts unifying the big two traditions of the Greek pagan world and the biblical stories, which is uh, one of the major overall themes of the whole comedy is how these two are unified and in what sense they are working together and, and how they in many places are expressing the same things, they have the same aspirations and they formulate it in different ways. And then as Virgil is starting to explain the events that set, set everything into motion, we have then Beatrice suddenly speaking. So now she's named and she also has a voice in this canto. So then Virgil introduces her from the story and says, With eyes of light more bright than any star. In low soft tones she started to address me, in her own language with an angel's voice. O noble soul, courteous Mantuan, whose fame the world continues to preserve, and will preserve as long as world there is. My friend, who is no friend of fortunes, strays on a desert slope. So many obstacles have crossed his path. His fright has turned him back. Now go and with your elegance of speech, with whatever may be needed for his freedom, give him your help and thereby bring me solace. So these are the words of Beatrice, and you can also see how she is helping the pilgrim also as a friend. And Beatrice is very often both of the, the romantic love of Dante as a person, the, the young girl he met first when he was nine years old and then again when he was 18, and which is this, this um, unreachable uh, romantic love in Dante's life. But she also represents, like, and more, increasingly more and more, the theology and... And uh, her name also means blessing. So it's kind of the opening into the divine through what he experienced as love in the, in the beginning. And she becomes this guide into the divine, into theology, more than being romantic attraction or romantic love. So with that story, Virgil explains the whole background and then comes one of the most beautiful little descriptions in uh, maybe the whole of the comedy and at least in the beginning of the Inferno when... Dante is describing how the pilgrim is regaining his strength and gets ready for the journey once again. So it says, As little flowers from the frosty night are closed and limp, and when the sun shines down on them, they rise to open on their stem. My wilted strength began to bloom within me, and such warm courage flowed into my heart 
that I spoke like a person set free of fear. And that's kind of the tipping point where the pilgrim is now again ready and it alludes to kind of how we, it gives us an example as readers to how we also can get some more interest and some better understanding of the whole story. So we also are even more ready to go, like to continue the journey and go into Inferno. And then the last verse line is just, I entered on that deep and rugged road. So just want a couple of comments at the end here. So the crucial points in this, this chapter, this second canto, is how the pilgrim is first doubting and then how he changes his mind and why he changes his mind and that their wills are aligned. This is also very important at the end that the pilgrim says that his, uh, his will is now aligned with Virgil's again because the, usually when they talk about will, they mean the freedom of choosing things in your life. It's like your free will is your, is your free, uh, like your ability to make free choices on some some issues, kind of the deeper uh, like directions in your own life. So this is a point that if you understand the world better, you will make better choices and you will align your own choices and kind of your will with something that is positive. And now in this case, it's just for the first time alluded to through that virtual and the pilgrim are aligned and then they, that's necessary to start on the journey. If he's will is pointing somewhere else, the journey is not going to work as it's supposed to do. So uh, it's also important to have like how Mary and uh, Virgin Mary and Lucia and Beatrice are watching over the whole narrative and then also see how the pilgrim's relationship to his guide, which is then both through competence and now also through the backing, is important. And then now as readers, we are also helped with this. So that's the main themes and topics and kind of the setup in the second chapter, the second canto. So hope some of this was helpful. And then in the next episode, we'll get to the gate, kind of the, the stone gate of the inferno, and then the whole journey really begins. So again, thank you so much for listening and uh, see you again in the next episode. Bye-bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.